Hello, heroes, and welcome back to the One-Shot Podcast bonus series, The Feast Hall of Ash. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. Remember, if you like what you hear here, you can go to ImperiumCS.com or follow the link in the show notes and find this adventure along with the Imperium's campaign setting. All One-Shot Podcast listeners get a 15% discount if they enter the code We're Not Friends. With no spaces and no apostrophes. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. So we're back with the second session. And again, I am talking to William Muma, who designed everything that uh, we've been playing. And we've actually got a sale uh, set up. I know I mentioned this in the preamble, but I just wanted to reiterate while we're talking to him. We've got a sale set up for these materials. If they pique your interest, please look them up. Where is the sale going to be set up, William? Uh, That's going to be set up at our website at imperiumscs.com. That's uh, short for Imperium's Campaign Setting. And you can go to that site and we'll have a 15% sale there uh, for all the fans of One Shot. And the sale is for any PDFs or print copies of the books. Yeah, so if you're a PDF collector like myself or if you like to have a real physical print copy, be sure to head over there and put in the offer code We're Not Friends, and you will receive 15% off. So we got a little bit of a taste of one of the unique things about your setting in the first session, and that's the Fomori. When people are looking for new supplementary material for Pathfinder, one of the things that everybody gets really excited about is new races. And the Fomori are a very unique race, so I'd like you to uh, explain a little bit more about their backstory and history. So the Fomori are this race that come from underneath the, the sea. They are the ancestral enemies to the Tuatha de Danann, which is the uh, kingdom of the elves in this setting. The Fomori are this very protean sort of race where you can have one Fomori who's nine foot tall with the purple skin, one who's four foot tall with uh, green skin. Each Fomori kind of has this different feel to themselves. Some can consume any kind of materials that they want to. Others can see underneath the, the darkness of the ocean without any sorts of problems. They have this very animalistic approach to them, and uh, they're, they're definitely a very strong and uh, tending towards violence, but <laughs> uh, sometimes sort of race. They also bear a very special connection that we also hinted at in these episodes to dwarves in your setting. And... I think the rule is in most role-playing systems is, you know, our elves are different, our our humans are different, our gnomes are different, our dwarves are always the same. And your dwarves are different, so that's that's actually pretty huge. Uh, so why don't you talk a little bit about how dwarves are unique uh, in their relationship to the Fomori? The, the Fomori and the dwarves are sort of like the mortal representations of a, uh, a god from this particular uh, area called the Ostman Islands. Uh, this is a dual-nature god who's uh, Balar and Volsung. Now, the, 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 the more noble Volsung uh, is the creator of the dwarves, and the dwarves, their goal is to raise the land from the sea. Their goal is to create more land that people can live upon, while Balar and his Fomori are the ones who are seeking to kind of uh, wash away the entire land in oceans of blood. <laughs> so, as... The god shifts back and forth in the, his personality between this noble hunter and this, this violent, chaotic beast of destruction. So too do the dwarves and the Fomori kind of shift back and forth 
So a dwarf that tends to get a little bit more violent, who doesn't stay with his communities, who goes out into the wilderness, may find himself physically changing and becoming more of a fomori, while the fomori, if they uh, leave their clans and become a little bit more honor-bound, they try and control their, their ferocity. They can see themselves kind of bleeding back over to more of their dwarven original status. Well, I think it definitely will have the fans see a connection between those two in the upcoming episode. So let's get to it. All right. So you guys managed to successfully crush the last encounter along with... Thank you for that celebratory noise. Thank you for that celebratory noise. I enjoy what you did there, and I appreciate your contribution to the show. Even uh, Alex's. And even Alex. Oh, and Alex, too. So you guys managed to crush the last encounter along with your allies' hands. Uh, oh, and yeah. I, as we... we tried to discuss earlier when we started recording this uh you can't really call them hands anymore because that implies a function that they simply no longer have Mm -mm. so you're on your way to fix them and one of you uh i believe it was kevin uh or dracar dracar noir dracar noir knows that uh there is a feast hall run by a fey lord named ash uh, and Ash has access to all sorts of magical abilities that are beyond your powers right now. So he might be able to help you guys if you can convince him to do it. I don't know why we need to go see this guy. I've already made him new hands. And uh, <laughs> I hold up. It's just like a hodgepodge of different fingers and thumbs. <laughs> I'm like, there are ten digits there, but they're clearly from different people. That pointer finger's a pencil. <laughs> uh, most of the rest of it is is just thumb. So he's going to need more than just thumb. I think we should get him hands that aren't just thumbs. Dogren chest hair. Sorry, I just had to get into my accent. We have to go because there's a feast hall. A feast hall, did you hear? That's probably, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, was wild boar there and deer and venison meat and uh, other foods. Can I do a check as to a knowledge check as to what sorts of foods will be there? Uh, that that would that's interesting uh, to see if you've heard any rumors about this particular feast hall. That's right. All I'm right. only interested in food related knowledge, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want you to make a knowledge local check uh, related to it. Knowledge local. Mm-hmm. Um, while he's rolling that, Eddie goes, up. Up. I have, I have Eddie goes up and he's trying to put the hands onto the nubs. Of the <laughs> and there's just this, like, this very, very audible just squishing sound. <laughs> so I got my uh, one roll out of the way today. Thank oh. God it's on knowledge of food at a feast hall. <laughs> a specific feast hall. So you think there are going to be all sorts of <laughs> dwarven delicacies. Uh <laughs> That's a uh, boiled cave rat. Uh huh. Is one of your favorites. Uh, it's something that your mom used to make when right. you were little. What about rock deer and rock fish? Ooh, and blood and milk. <laughs> <laughs> and boiled onions. <laughs> and deer bones. <laughs> 
Do they have any of those? Yes, yeah, yeah, sure. They have all those <laughs> things, guys. Let's just keep going. Dolgren keep is walking. happily skipping along the trail now. Dolgren, Dolgren, my friend, I haven't seen you this happy in, in many a journey. I just, I'm just hungry. <laughs> it's I, been a long night. I mean, if you were, if you were just hungry, we could have stopped by one of the uh, local riverbanks and killed a deer. Uh, we could have fended for ourselves. It's a good point. I, I have to share something that's a, a wee bit uncomfortable to say. Surely, my friend, speak. Do you remember the? The enemy we pushed into a fire. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm not uh, hearing this. <laughs> Ogman uh, just says, yes, I do. And then he like looks off and laughs to himself for five <laughs> solid minutes. <laughs> While he's laughing, I share quietly. I had a bit of his... F- I ate a bit of his flesh, I did. <laughs> I was very hungry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am not accustomed to to most of your foreign ways, dwarf. Uh, did you say you ate the flesh of another sentient being? What, what if I did? <laughs> uh, actually, there is. Uh, I. I and we, it's so weird that you made this choice. Uh, in, <laughs> <laughs> for many reasons. <laughs> In this particular uh, gaming system, uh, the setting that uh, was created, uh, also accompanying it is a new rule for Pathfinder called Emergences, uh, where when people make certain role-playing choices, they get rewarded with different abilities. Uh, and I, di- I read through all of them. Uh, uh-huh. None of them I thought would come up. <laughs> and, yet, and yet here we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one of the Fomori emergences, and it's so weird that you made that particular choice, uh, because it, it, the dwarves and Fomori are linked. Like, they're mm-hmm. essentially the same right. creatures uh, in sort of a uh, morphal flux. If somebody is very wild, they slowly turn into a Fomori. If somebody is very orderly and stout, they slowly turn into a dwarf. Uh, one of them is... And uns- is is a hunger based one, and if you eat the flesh of another sentient being, uh, you can then sustain yourself by eating anything. You can eat rocks, trees, uh, shields, like <laughs> whatever. But you always feel hungry. Oh my god! Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but and uh, it's not much of a change. You can lose. You can lose this ability uh, if you fast for five days. But right now, you you have like your mouth uh, grows slightly larger. Uh, it's been since since that last night where you decided to indulge in the flesh of. Uh, <laughs> The Fomori Otsman that you guys threw on the pyre, um, you have been slowly growing. Your mouth opens wider. It's almost imperceptible at this point. But I, uh, I want to make the choice that mm-hmm. Dolgren doesn't know this. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's going to find out in some way. Cool. <laughs> cool. Dolgren, you're staring at my hair. <laughs> it's, a, it's just like a, a cartoon where like... You look at somebody's, you look at somebody and they turn into like a 
sort of like food item. <laughs> <laughs> so her hair is like a big like turkey leg <laughs> attached to her hair. Just green turkey leg. <laughs> yeah, like green turkey leg. Just blowing in the wind. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you guys are starting to come up on the glade of ash. So I am going to need perception checks from everyone. Let the 20 fly. There's more of a 14. 21. I am Ooh. sick on per- per- perception. 29. 29. Yeah, I got uh, 27. Okay, cool. I, I'm going to say everybody who got 20 and above gets this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear, you guys know like when a fly buzzes past your ear, you get that that close buzz. Uh, you hear that sort of insectoid uh, wing beat, but it's much larger. And it's zipping about uh, the dark forest around you. I know that this this isn't ash, right? No, it's not you, a this giant is not bug. ash. Okay. Just check. Ooh. Sounds like a bug. They have actually. Can I do a skeletons. nature check to see if I know what <laughs> yeah, the sound is? Absolutely. <laughs> I haven't. I didn't hear it. <laughs> I can't wait to see some exoskeleton. Oh, I'm gonna do a nature check. Yeah, you guys can. Fourteen. Fourteen. Oh. One. I've got All a right. nature check too. Can I do that? Cool. Yeah, yeah. If you guys have nature, roll it. Yeah, fuck. I lived in eleven. Nature. Eleven. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say the uh, eleven and up uh, will know uh, that the large insectoid wings could be those of a grig, which is a type of fairy, which uh, it essentially looks like your classic fairy, except it's got dragonfly wings on it. They are rumored to be Sealy Fae, which are of the good aligned court. Okay. I think it's a Grig. Based on Seems like a some Greek. knowledge. <laughs> that just came out of nowhere. Uh, don't worry, guys. This is a good fairy. Oh. Alright. I think I think we're in safe hands right now. Show yourself Show yourself, good fairy. Alright, I want you to roll me a diplomacy check. (laughs) One. Oh no. So uh I want you, Alex, to role play out uh what that using those same words, show yourself good fairy, uh just as a one. As a one? Yeah, however okay. however that reads to you as the worst way to say it. Show yourself, good fairy, and I promise I won't eat you. <laughs> I promise I, I don't have a hunger for certain things. A hunger I don't quite understand quite yet. I promise that you don't look like a delectable piece of meat. I promise that no matter what. I won't digest you. <laughs> Here, does Dolgren hear the uh, the beating of the wings as like insectoid wings, or is it like a ice cream truck? Here, friend, you sound hungry. Eat this, and I hand you a finger. <laughs> well, thank you for this lollipop in the. F- is that shape. one of my fingers? <laughs> uh, you weren't using it. Yeah. It looks like a lollipop in the shape of a clown. Please Dolber. don't eat that. Please don't eat that. No, no, Ple- no, oh, Dolber. come on! You're welcome, friend. friend. It tastes delicious. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. 
No, he enjoyed by yourself. <laughs> Everybody else around him high fives. <laughs> the Pretty sick strange. burn. As, sick burn. As Philandrius just trudges along, kicking the dirt. Can't wait till he get new hands. <laughs> Yo, elf to elf, Philandrius. I'm sorry, but that was low hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, you go back speaking in Elvish. Look, dog. Bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Because we're walking, I decide to, um, you know, just hang back a little bit and smoke a little bit of um, a little flower I found. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I do a nature check to make sure yeah. that it's, um, you know, safe? Of course. Okay. 16. All right. So I'm going to say uh, this particular flower looks very close to another type of flower, which is very not good. Uh, they both have, like, sort of psychotropic property. So I want you to tell me whether you like odds or evens. I love odds. Odds. It comes up as 20, which is even. Oof. So uh, you you smoke it and immediately you feel a little bit sick. Uh, and this, uh, gives you, this gives you like, uh, it changes the color for everything. It's like, I don't know if anybody has ever like plugged an Xbox into the wrong slots where like the yellow is the red and the red is the yellow. Everything changes like that. It just looks like your television screen is not well adjusted and you feel a little bit queasy. Okay. Uh, so you're going to take minus one to any skill checks until you have, uh, cleared yourself of this uh this poison Ooh, a flying monkey yeah i don't see that flying monkey she speaks of and a grig a grig lands on the tree in front of you (gasps) good morrow good travelers hello what brings you to this glade i hope it is not to sup upon our flesh certainly not certainly not children I know, I know. The Greg is not for you. I know. Your mouth is dripping. (laughs) Yes. We are looking for a fae. A fae, you say? Which fae? Ash. A fae by the name of Ash. He's got a feast total. He's a handyman. You're looking for Ash? Ash of the Hall? Yeah. That's right. right. Well, that's wonderful news. That's wonderful news. I, I, I was sure that you would be looking for another fairy, but this is, this is most good. Most good indeed, fellows. I can guide you to Ash's Glade, no problem. What other fairy would we be looking for? You, of, of course, uh, Lord Amarilia. Uh, what's Lord and I, I think it's strange. It would be strange for mortals to be looking for Amarilia anyway. He is most unkind. I rolled a 19. Do I know who? All right. So 19. You know Amarilia is another fey lord. Uh, he is a lot more militant and a lot more aggressive. Ash has a reputation for centuries. He ran this hall, uh, this feast hall where uh, most fey from everywhere would gather and uh, eat and uh, make merry and just be have a great time. And occasionally he would let mortals in there and they would hang out and have a great time. He was sort of a laid back dude. Uh, Lord Amarilia does not have that reputation. He is very much of the opinion that uh, humans are invasive uh, and he also wants to acquire a lot of power. He's also not a fan of elves very much. Uh, he believes they are a lesser version of Fae. 
I don't like this guy. <laughs> I decided that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like a lot of things. <laughs> uh, Suri is currently doing a hands. She's delivering all of her lines on her hands. Still <laughs> <laughs> so slowly crawling forward. What's your name, Greg? Ah, my name is is Willow. Willow. Yes. Uh, clearly, you can tell that our gnomish friend is in poor sorts, and I think that it would be best if we double-timed it to ashes. Oh, of course. Of course, of course, uh, fine elf. Well, we, we, we could bring you to the glade immediately. Uh, there is one problem. Uh, Ash is imprisoned, and he could use your help. I could show you how to free him, though. Uh, what is he imprisoned for? Uh, well, obviously, Amarillia stole his court. Oh, no. Oh, God. I mean, I kind of buried the lead a bit. I was, was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, 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 was a, I, I thought you knew. I thought everyone knew. <laughs> Silly me. Silly Willow. Uh, neither here nor there. Uh, and here and there. <laughs> Ash is there, but not here. Where? There. Who? Ash. Huh? Is what? Ash. He's there. Where? But is he here? He's here. Where's there? He's there. He's everywhere. He's in the roots. I love that song. The roots. So the he's roots. in the... the legendary roots crew. <laughs> that group. They didn't do here, there, and everywhere. No, they did pass the popcorn. Well, they really, they really sold out when they they hooked up to host that nighttime. Ah, Fallon of the Night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I enjoy him ninety percent of the time. I would say he's a good entertainer and not a great comedian. <laughs> I take him in small doses. <laughs> Has anyone seen a route that could that could help me? I'm sure. I'm sure Ash would be able to uh, find something for you. I've I'm also got so sorry. Knowledge of nature. Can I roll that and see if there's something around or perception? Maybe that if I can see if there's something around yeah, that could yeah, help sure, sure. remedy this. Uh, so I got 11. Do I add perception or knowledge nature? You would add knowledge nature. Knowledge nature, 6, so 17. 17. Uh, so that's the same knowledge nature that she got. So you have a 50-50 chance of making her better or making it worse. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> evens yeah. are odds? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go moment. odds. <laughs> Gotta never, go odds. Never tell me the evens are odds. <laughs> All right. What did you pick? Odds. Odds? Okay. Um, so... You can decide. He he grabs a root. Uh, he mashes it up with a rock, and he uh, pours some water in it, um, mixes that around, and uh, throws in a little bit of mint for flavor. A bit of scotch as well. Yeah, he gets it with some scotch because yeah, yeah, scotch, scotch is scotch is going to be good for you no matter what. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And he passes you this potion. Do you drink it or do you not? Oh, I'll drink anything. All right, you drink it and you are perfectly fine. Oh, Hi. yes. I right. knew I swallowed. <laughs> Are you sure you're okay still? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am glad that minor tragedy was taken care of. Now, if we could address the major tragedy of Ash's imprisonment, I'm sure we'll be able to get you fellows on your way to, to see Ash, Lord of the Hall. So, or so former Lord of the Hall, I should say. So you'll take us to find him? Yes, I will absolutely take you to find him. Oh, yeah. One more question. Of course. Can I ride you? Well, as you are tall and I am small, I do not believe that is physically possible, but I admire your enthusiasm. 
Uh, you can ride me. I can. I hop on Suri's back. She immediately crumbles. <laughs> I, I I pick both of them up by the scruff and just put them, tuck them underneath my arms, and we continue on our way. <laughs> my apologies for Eddie, as you might have noticed. He's a weird little creep. <laughs> so you think he's the weird little creep, and you were the one who was going on about feasting upon the flesh of Griggs earlier? I'm completely normal <laughs> in every way. You've got a little bit of drool coming out of your mouth as you say it. Uh, so the uh, a willow uh, flies out in front of you and like, like, come to the hall, to the hall of ash. Uh, and you enter a clearing and there is a tree in the clearing and he's like this way. Now there's a trick to getting in that I must tell you and you must absolutely listen to every word I say because it is very, very important. And when he finishes saying that a something lashes out and wraps around his leg and pulls him down and you hear horrible scream oh, and crunching I, sounds. Can I can I like do a check for like cutting the thing that goes after him uh if somebody who has a ranged attack uh using a bow oh, no, uh, I mean, and i, I only allow one of you yeah okay kevin was fastest on the oh draw there nope <laughs> no <laughs> the uh, arrow a, flies through 11. the air and misses uh you do not manage to save this poor grig um let me let me read this Soon you emerge from the woods into an idyllic grove, with a forest spirit flitting and floating in front of you. The grove has a small hill in the center, on which stands a lone tree. Its leaves are a dry, pale green. Many of the tree's roots, ex roots partially covered with white mold, are exposed from the soil, forming complex, intricate spiral patterns upon the ground. The glade has small white flowers scattered across its verdant grass. Once you reach the edge where the woods where the woods meet the glade, the forest spirit flits in front of you and hovers. And this is the very important part. And uh, suddenly, a, lo a long red tongue shoots from under the base of the tree on the hill. It stretches an entire thirty feet from the hill to wrap around the waist of your guide. As quick as thought, the sticky tongue pulls the small spirit back into a large mouth, and a bulbous green head attached to it. You hear a crunch that betrays the fate of your guide. As quick as thought. That's a great descriptive. Mm -hmm. Do we know? Can we do like a perception check to see? Yeah. Um, so I will definitely like. Uh, it is mostly knowledge nature. You see a horrible frog-like monster. I got a nine. Yeah. I got a twelve. I got a twenty-seven. There it is. There nice. It is. nice. That's what I wanted to hear. You got 27, so you get all this information. Uh, this is a bally bog. They customarily live in wet logs and mud pits. They guard their lands, leaving only... They guard their lands, living only to torment people who live near them and who are lazy. Known liars or those who have committed crimes. The slime on a dead valley bog often carries a magical quality. The particular qualities contained in different slime differ from creature to creature, depending upon the humanoids the valley bog most recently consumed. Some seek out valley bog in order to collect this slime and consume it to partake of its magic. Mm. All right. I think we know Siri's licking that frog. <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, <yeah. laughs> you also know it has the following abilities. 
poisoned skin, uh, a tongue that can stretch 30 feet, has the ability to vanish um, and become invisible, and see liar and slough. A bally bog has the constant ability to see if a creature is a liar or has the tendency towards laziness. Any such creature that the bally bog can normally see will also show evidence of these tendencies. The more recent the act, the stronger it shows to a bally bog sight. The sight does not indicate that the creature is lying, but it reveals if the creature has a tendency to be a liar. So, you know this as the bally bogs call out, Oh, oh mortals! What brings you to this glade? Oh, I, I've seen you before, haven't I? In my children's picture books. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps, young gnome. Yes? Come forward that I might see you better. She skips on the tips of her big toes. <laughs> so you you skip out. Um... Now I will allow you to make a determination about your character. Is your character a liar or lazy at all? Oh, she's a liar, but definitely not lazy. Okay. Is she a liar? Like, does she lie on the reg? Mm-hmm. She's the type of liar where if someone's like, does this make me look fat? She kind of gets a little bit of enjoyment being like, no, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the the ballet bog the ballet bog moves forward um and you see that like it's got part of a wing hanging out of its uh mouth as it like oh no sucks it in willow was such a pretty name why did you eat our friend because willow was lazy why did you get to be the one that ate our friend <laughs> Interesting phrasing. <laughs> Sweet. What Bally. What business do you have here, young gnome? To befriend you and to come inside. Is that a is it to befriend a, a lie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the ballet bog, uh, you notice, is sort of like licking its lips a little bit. Really? Well, we are the gatekeepers to the glade of Amarillia. We could certainly let you pass. Uh, noble frog. Bally bog! Bally bog! <laughs> You're, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> noble Ballybog, we we seek the feast hall of Ash. Uh, we seek Ash himself. No such feast hall resides here. This is the ba- This is the court of Amarillia. We well, we seek Ash, and Ash is locked up here. I believe. Yeah, I think he's been kidnapped. Kidnapped, yeah. He has been deposed. My lord Amarillia rightfully seized this court with his strength. Oh, you work for Amarillia. I guard the glade of Amarillia. Of course I do. You look hungry. Would you like... You? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) No! Uh, Okay. A loaf of bread? (laughs) So, uh... Combat's gonna start. Oh no! The we, valley bog. We didn't. Uh, we didn't diplomacy our way out of that. <laughs> no, you guys did not quite manage to with that. 
Uh, Am I to understand he doesn't like liars? Yeah. Yeah. I should have been the one to talk to him because I have so low diplomacy that I don't can't lie. lie. <laughs> I can't lie. Yeah, um, I'm a bluffer. I, I have, have zero like, diplomacy. Hmm? I, do I have zero diplomacy. I got negative one. Yeah, me yeah. too. We're okay, all about. <laughs> so the Ballybog. What is your CMD? Uh, it's not going to be. You're, you'll find that information on your Please. character sheet. Uh, it's okay. going to be Suri's. Oh, seven. Seven. Okay. Okay, so you find yourself grappled by the tongue of this Ballybog. And she is being pulled slowly towards the creature. Uh, the other Ballybog... Does that mean it's gone or it's just hiding? Like It, it, it means that it's just hiding. You guys know that it's disappearing is invisibility. Yeah, okay. Mm. I will need initiative checks from everybody. Bam, bam, bam. Mother of God. Seven. Seven. Nineteen. Seventeen. Twenty-one. Bow. Yeah. You gotta take bow, a... Uh, bow, bow, Oh, yeah. I'm going straight for that that tongue <laughs> with that arrow. And I'm gonna run up and try and chop it in half. Chop is... No, oh, man. <laughs> Not since that's that 20. That 20. That was a, remember that 20? That was an awesome 20. <laughs> you guys remember when I did that thing that was <laughs> awesome? Remember that? Dude, that was last week. <laughs> yeah. Too little, too late. And that was a one. You, you spent all all of your uh, energy just ripping a door off its hinges. <laughs> that was pretty strange. Murdering a guy with it. I've rolled two ones and a four so far. Uh, first up is going to be Drakkar. Uh, gonna, I'm going to shoot straight at this uh, Ballybog's tongue. Alrighty. I'm going to uh, try so... to pin its tongue down. You can okay uh, to do that. You that that would be a called shot, so that's going to be minus three. Okay. Um, does this does the Ballybog count as a Fey enemy? Yes, it does. Okay, I have favored enemy cool. against Fey, so that gives me so fifteen minus three is twelve. Twelve. AC, unfortunately, not. Dang. Uh, the creature is particularly small, and its tongue its tongue is long and thin and difficult to see. Uh, although you're hitting close uh, with both of your two uh, shots, they just barely missed nicking the tongue as this creature rolls. And uh, once again, uh, what is your CMD? It is seven. Seven. This, <laughs> he rolls really well, and he pulls you to him. Ah. Uh, you also come in contact with his skin, which begins to poison you. I need you to make a fortitude save. Sorry! Yeah. <laughs> 20! Nice. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Okay, uh, so its poison has no effect on you, although you are pulled in towards the creature. Uh, next up is going to be... Dolgren! Dolgren Chester. Uh, so I've got a pretty fucking awesome Warhammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I want to use it as a throwing weapon. You can totally use it as a throwing weapon. Uh, you use your dexterity plus your base attack bonus, which I know is two. I don't know what your dexterity is. Is that three? Three. So it's five plus your d20 roll, uh, to hit. Uh, 20. 20, that does hit. Nice. One, oh dear. Okay. Uh, So that's two damage. So you lob the hammer. It's your first time throwing a war hammer, especially a weapon of this size. Mm -hmm. It flies gracelessly through the air and lands on the frog's back. And it's sort of like there's a dull thud as it bounces off of its tough skin (laughs) and to the side of the ground. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, do you ever brush your teeth? <laughs> I think he said belly bugs don't have teeth. <laughs> Next up is going to be uh of the two, Eddie and Augman, who has the higher dexterity? I have negative one. Yeah, I have 14. All right, Eddie, you're up. Um, So I got a fishing net. Mm-hmm. Can I try to, like, oh, I... contain him in the fishing net? Yeah. And, and keep him, like, I don't want to kill him because that's going to be pretty hard for me to do. But if I can capture him, maybe we can make it, like... Suri would be safe. I so you want to like, subdue him? Uh, okay, you yeah. can definitely subdue him. Uh, all you need to do is uh, you need to move closer to him to where you'd be able to throw the net, and you're going to make a uh, CMA attack against him. CMB, I mean. So, yeah, I'll move closer. 18. 18 hits. Uh, so you toss your net over it, and it is suddenly caught up in the net. Uh, Let my friend go! My friend go. <laughs> oh, sorry, we forgot to let you go. But uh, now is actually a perfect time for you to go, as it's going to be very difficult for it to keep holding you down with the net. Mm-hmm. So you have the option of either doing a physical attack while you're still grappling with it, or escaping the grapple, and then getting the opportunity to make a move. Physical attack. All right. Yeah. I'm um, gonna go after this little butthole. And you have you have a dagger. <laughs> So yeah. you're actually able to make rapier. that physical attack. Oh, yeah, you've got your rapier, too. So those are both considered light weapons. Mm-hmm. So you would be able to make that attack while you're still in the grapple. So uh, roll your d20 and add your attack bonus. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, five. No, oh, that is definitely not going to be enough to hit. Uh, the like you you try to pull out your rapier and stab this ballybog. It's just between the net and the frog's sticky tongue. It's difficult to grab your weapon as you struggle against it. <laughs> um, next up is going to be Ogman. All right. Uh, so right out of the gate, I feel like Ogman is having a bit of a hard time dealing with this because this is a very very similar. Uh, like situation to like a day ago where <laughs> someone that I need like I in my party is like constrained and it <laughs> maybe could fall upon me to free them. <laughs> so uh, I'm kind of, he's like making the decision like, I'm just going to sort of play back a little bit. I'm not going <laughs> to go up there and mess anything up. So he's going to like, uh, can I, Make a perception check around me to see if there's anything like throwable, because all I have is my greatsword and a net. Absolutely. All right, sweet. Uh, well, I got a five, which is actually a four. Ah, uh, you see Dolgren. <laughs> <laughs> I grab Dolgren. <laughs> you definitely have enough strength to throw this dude. I am going to say there are definitely weight rules for combat, and I think uh, Dolgren could be considered sharp. So this is going to be hard uh, because you are not trained in throwing dwarves. Uh, (laughs) But if you are able to succeed, it is going to do a good deal of damage. Okay. Uh, So you're going to throw Dolgren at the Ballybog? I'm going to throw Dolgren at the Ballybog. I I preface it with, I'm sorry, my friend. I just can't get close to that thing right now. And, you know, 
I scratch your back, you scratch mine, but you're scratching my back, so I will scratch your back eventually at some point in time. It's, and then I pick him up. <laughs> it's far a feet away. It's well within the range that I can move on my own. In <laughs> that time, I've already hoisted him up above yeah. my head. <laughs> this is rather unnecessary. <laughs> and uh, what's, what's my modifier for this? Uh, your modifier is going to be based off strength. Okay, so 18. 18. Uh, that is enough to hit. Wow. <laughs> These things have Jesus. pretty high AC, but you definitely hit. So you hurl Dolgren <laughs> through the air. Uh, Dolgren, I am going to say you have the option of making this your next attack, too, yeah. to double up on this. Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to use my axe, because mm -hmm. I got it. And have you started raging, or are you not raging? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just to remind you you have 10 rounds of rage and like you, you slept that that's, that's refreshed so each time you use in any round you use rage that is one of your rounds of rage can i just use it for this one attack yes absolutely okay i'm angry mm -hmm. but i'll cool off after this. <laughs> sure sure um i'm angry because i'm getting tossed through the fucking air <laughs> I've never nope. left. I've never left the ground. <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> once in my life. Cannon. Yeah. First time. And, and, yeah. As I throw, he's like, never jumped. Cannon. I've never jumped. A lot of new I've feelings had at least happening. One foot on the ground. Well, in my whole that's life. That's not true. You're also an acrobatics master. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. You around. Like Yoda. I broke the cannon. This is this is a uh, completely natural to you. As far as Dolgan remembers. What what am I adding to this? This I am going to say is uh dexterity which is different than your normal thing i think only 10 only 10 um okay uh so you land you don't get you don't get to double up the damage that he's doing but you do 4d6 damage okay uh, four damn dang 4d6 i'm assuming dolgren is about 200 pounds right <coughs> of like muscle and vascularity he's very vascular yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> vascules six seven Eight. Oh, Come no. on. Oh, whip! Cool. It started Jesus. out pretty well. Uh, but it does take nine damage, and it is looking pretty hurt. The, like, Dolgren... <laughs> again, it goes through the air. Again, if you want to do your scream. <laughs> Boom. It lands with he lands with a solid thud. Uh, you notice, Alex, his skin is quite soft, and like this was a good landing <laughs> oh, for no. you. As your dense dwarven body slams down on it, it wailed in pain. What was the first thing that happened to it? The hammer. The it. hammer. Yeah, between only yeah, two. It's only the things that were thrown at it <laughs> are doing damage to it. Uh, but it is looking hurt. But also, you do make contact with its skin, so I'll need you to make a fortitude oh. save. Uh, that's d20. Did, did yeah. you hit him? Oh, yeah. 25. Uh, yeah, so you are not affected by that poison either. And now, the second valley bog <gasps> reappears. Oh, jeez. Right in front of our Fomori friend, Ogman. And it reappears with an attack. Wait. All right, I am going to assume... Does 18 hit your AC? AC, yes. All right, uh, so you are hit, and you take seven points of damage. That's as, half uh, of me. 
this thing uh, lashes out with its mouth and bites you. With that bite, I'll need you to make a fort save. Eight. You are poisoned, ah, my friend. Oh, no. <laughs> we have some spells to help, or some potions to help with that, don't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, we have cure light wounds potions, but I don't know if we have any po- Evens uh, or odds, my friend? Um, evens. All right. Uh, that is even. So you take one wisdom damage. And next round is going is going to start, and that starts with Drakar. I'm going to whip around, and I'm going to shoot. Straight at that volleybog, volleyball, bally, bally bog, bally total fitness. <laughs> I'm gonna straight. I'm gonna shoot straight at the bally total fitness uh-huh. uh, <laughs> with my longbow. Fourteen. Get that fourteen plus. What's my bonus? How do you spell bally bog? B a l l y b o g. Bally bog is yes. You nailed it. Very intuitive of you. So that's twenty plus one for my favored enemy plus one for point blank range. That's twenty two. 22 damage? Or 22 no, to that's hit. attack. That's, oh, yeah, that, 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 that definitely hits. Roll damage. Now make it 22. I was going to say, it was 22 <laughs> damage. <laughs> the arrow goes through him, bounces off a tree, goes through him again. <laughs> oh. It's one. But what? then there's the, the, the bonuses. So it's three. Favorite, three. Favorite. So three damage, oh, yeah. So, uh, so you definitely you definitely heard it. The arrow skims across its skin, uh, creating a cut across its back. Uh you notice, Ogman, as you stand next to it, foul odors fill the air as the Ballybog's poison sacks are ripped open. Okay. Smells like home! <laughs> <laughs> You're so far away. How did you smell that so quickly? <laughs> strong, strong olfactory sense is yeah. part of... Uh, olfactory Eddie's... check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not what you want as a grave digger, but it's what you have. <laughs> um, next up is the other Ballybog, and as it has won two different grapple checks in a row, it has the chance to swallow Surrey whole. What? Jeez. That's not good. Surrey next doing nothing. Oh, but it did not roll very well. What was your CMD again? Seven. Seven. Okay, and the CMB is five plus four. It swallows you whole. Oh my ah, god! Holy shit! Swallow hole is not as bad as it sounds. I mean, <laughs> it's not good. You shouldn't uh, want to get swallowed whole. <laughs> but it's it's not it's not the worst thing that can happen to you. Inside of a toad. You should have ran when I wrapped it in the nut. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got a plan. <laughs> Plan is cut this thing open. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna use my knowledge nature to know oh. exactly where to cut. Yeah. So that I'll be able to like you took frog dissection. Yeah. In warp school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you take one d4 bludgeoning damage. Um, as it has swallowed you whole. Uh, Suri, it is actually your turn. And you have the you have the cool ability to cut your way out from the inside. Uh, that's absolutely what I'm gonna try and do. All right, so boogie, 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 boogie. <laughs> and, and for you guys, that's muffled. <laughs> <laughs> She's all right in there. <laughs> 
Can I also say a poem to inspire myself? Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, if you want to inspire courage, that is a uh, that is a standard action, though. So that would take your attack. So this can be a poem that does not actually inspire courage, but uh, mm. you 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 can say it anyway. Okay, <laughs> I'd like to recite an old gnomish poem that I am the soul keeper of, so everyone Again. listen very closely. Like, I put my ear up to the mouth. <laughs> uh, very muffled. If you, if you would, uh, wouldn't mind uh, for me, Phoebe, uh, please say this poem muffled by... Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Here I am, a lonesome savior, eaten by the lords of Hazel. Now I find myself among the gnomes, <laughs> She's alright! <laughs> oh no. Four. Plus. Plus. What do I add again? Uh, you add your, what, whatever your rapier check is. Mm, four. Oh, eight. Unfortunately, that's not enough to hit the AC inside. So you're just having oh trouble unsheathing your weapon inside the toad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just too, it's too much for you. Okay, okay. Do you see Willow? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Willow. Can I do a perception check? You see a check? mangled, <laughs> chewed up Willow. <laughs> it's dark. Is, uh-huh. is Willow's skeleton okay? <laughs> I, <laughs> Exoskeleton. Yes. <laughs> she's a she's a bug. <laughs> Skeleton. Uh so next up in this initiative is going to be Eddie. Okay. Um so I've got I'm he's still wrapped in the He's wrapped net, in it. Right? So you what you can do is roll to pin. Uh did you not go? Oh, no, you yeah, you should go first. I'm sorry. Yeah. I should be I'm gonna try and chop this thing chop in fucking half. Yeah, absolutely. And you said you were doing the knowledge nature check, right? Yes, because I want to know exactly. I know where its stomach ends. And the way I'm going to rule this is if you're successful on a DC 15 knowledge nature check, you'll know exactly where to cut, meaning you won't take any penalties for called shot. Okay. Otherwise, oh, okay. you'll have to go through the standard call shot. Dalgren, don't don't break my net. So this is... Uh, <laughs> you said net, I just right? have to beat 15. Yeah. Yes. We're going to have to use it for fishing later. Fuck no. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Unfortunately not. So uh, you can still try and make the called shot and not hit Surrey. However, it's going to be at the minus three. Called shot. So minus three to my... Minus three to your d20 roll. And are you raging or not? Oh. Uh, I'm not raging, but okay. I got a 20. Oh, cool. Roll to confirm. Oh, that's uh, cocked. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. So so it's not a critical hit, but you definitely still hit, so roll damage. And uh, you do not hit Surrey with this. So this would be 15 damage. 15 nice. damage. That kills it. Yes. Whoa. So how, how do you how do you take it down? Uh, I <laughs> Well, I cut like just a, a nice like it looks to anyone else it would look like just a brutal like overhead swing, but it's actually very precisely right where the stomach would end so that like mm-hmm. I would see it cuts in half, but mm-hmm. I would see Suri's face. And then I, <laughs> I look down, I go, 
peekaboo. <laughs> <laughs> and and Suri reappears, just going yay, yay, <laughs> clapping and in like total child joy. Goo. <laughs> Poison awesome. <goo>. <laughs> uh, next up is going to be Eddie. Okay, so there's a tongue hanging out, right? There's a there is a tongue hanging out. So I uh, I chop off the tongue and wrap it around my neck like a kerchief. <laughs> Good move. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Solid move. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Any uh thing? <laughs> what do you guys think, huh? Huh? Am I cool now? <laughs> the camera pans over to me and I'm like grappling with this thing. <laughs> Looks nice. <laughs> Shooting arrows wildly into the air, missing every shot. <laughs> you look super cool! Can he help? His uh, bow tie just uh, shining in the... <laughs> okay. Weirdo! <laughs> I'm just trying to lick the frog. <laughs> okay, um, so I am going to just shoot my crossbow um, mm-hmm. at the oh, other nice. Bollywog. Cool. Or what was it called? Uh, Bollywog. Bollywog, yeah. That sounds like a Ballybog. Ballybog. Bollywog's a Harry Potter thing. Mm, you're right. Uh, uh, don't want to confuse my worlds. Um, we can bleep that. So, okay, I roll a d20. Uh, JK Rowling, please don't sue us. <laughs> no, sue us. I'm Come at sure. us. I'm sorry, We're not worried about Edward Snowden taking legal action. We are worried about JK Rowling's lawyers. He can't take legal action. He's not in this country. He's a spy. If you have to come forward first. If Edward Snowden wants to sue us, he can come back to the United States. <laughs> you know, he like can a hear man. everything you're saying right now. That's true. <laughs> so can the U.S. government. Yeah. Um, so wait, I'm sorry. I haven't attacked with my crossbow yet. Uh, uh, so it's going to be based on dexterity. Okay. So, so What's your I... dex bonus? Uh, it should be the dex modifier. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, right there. Two. Two. Okay. It's two plus your base attack bonus of one. So that's three. Oh, I rolled a one. Oh, goody. You <laughs> rolled a one. Roll damage. Uh, okay, so I don't have a D10. I've lost it. Can I borrow someone's D10? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You lost uh, one of my D10s? I don't know where it is. Buddy. I it at the break. An eight. eight. <laughs> hey, Ogman. Yeah. <laughs> you take eight damage. What? That's that kills a, him. That's upsetting. And it doesn't kill him. It just knocks him unconscious. It's going to knock him unconscious, though. I... <laughs> All so right. his yeah. resting didn't uh, bring his HP up. No, but it did. It did. But, it did, I, but he that. took. I already. I got hit again. Pretty low HP. Shit. Uh, so, He's a glass cannon. Oh come on! All right, I'm I'm out. Oh, but, Sorry. Oh, okay. But here's I've the thing. Used this you before. do get to say something as you go out, keeping in mind that you have gotten hit by stray arrows from all elf. Com- like companions. Yeah, he, and the half elf is now getting in on the action. <laughs> uh. Uh, the, the the just the whole time like I get struck by it and then I slowly start to lose consciousness. But the whole time, like any like as I'm going down, I'm just like cursing like you, you know, skinny ass, pointed ear ass, <laughs> and it just it slowly becomes just like murmurs like, like larger than the normal size human being. Oh, you sound like my mother. <laughs> and, and I just. Can I say that I fall on the babble thingy? Yeah, you, and you're huge. Uh, so if you can, you want to make a roll to aim yourself before oh, you get taken okay. out of combat. How many uh, times are we gonna screw up the name of this thing? <laughs> <laughs> Be corrected. It's a, it's a, a bully bully. The barber bully. 
The bl- oh, bl- 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 Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> the burglar. Kind of I like the ballet totally. Uh, yeah. uh, I'd say dexterity. <laughs> Seven. So you do I'm not the, you do not worst. come down on on the ballet bog. All right. Uh, keep track of when you hit negative ten hit points. That's when you die. Okay. Uh, and you are currently bleeding out. So somebody is going to need to make a heal check. Uh, right. I got you. To stop you from bleeding out. I've got nothing. I can't do that. I have a plus seven to my heal. And next up is Ogman. He's unconscious. You can uh, roll a d8. If you can predict which side it comes up on the eight, you will stop your own bleeding. Oh, so so I just pick one. Yeah, just pick one. I'm going to say seven. No, no. <laughs> not quite. So you, you lose one hit one. point. Okay. <laughs> based on based on yeah. Uh, yeah. everything past knowledge. All right. Next up is the Ballybog, who on, you're feeling pretty good taking one of you down. It charges forward at Drakar. All right, Drakar. Does nineteen hit your AC? Uh, just barely. All right. That's uh, pretty confident, Drakar. Yeah, uh-huh. well, I hate me ba- some bally bogs. I hate some. <laughs> <laughs> Four damage and make a fortitude save. All right. That is going to do it, I think. Uh, 16 plus 5. Yeah, 21. you make it. Also, Augman is the only one to fail the save so yeah, far. And you have a really good fort save, too. Is it? Is, is, so is five, five is super for oh, level okay. two. Amazing. All right. <laughs> he he did the damage on me. Okay. Oh, he still. Oh, yeah. I'm not poisoned, but I'm not I am poisoned. Hurt. Four damage. You said did four damage. Yeah. Uh, next up is uh, back at the top of the initiative with Drakar. All right. Cool. Well, since this guy just attacked me, I'm going to attack him right back. Uh. All right, so I uh, rolled a so bad at this twelve. Twelve. I a twelve. Twelve That's does not, not gonna hit. hit. Same no. as last time. Wait, with my favorite enemy and and point blank, it's a fourteen. Sorry. Uh, fourteen. Keep forgetting to add that. Still, still does no? not hit. No, these things have pretty high AC. Um, belly bugs. That's that would be the first belly bug, but it is dead. And Alex, you are up. I want to. I. I... <sighs> That might be out of range here. You can charge. What's a charge? Charge does double your movement, and at the end of it, you make an attack. Yeah, I'll charge. Uh, moving through an allied square does not count as occupied, so one, two. Yeah, you can, can definitely make it. make it. Roll for your attack. Alrighty. <laughs> Great. Next yeah. up. Uh, Suri, you have chance for revenge. Yes. And I also have a plus one. Um, for hatred against reptilian. Oh shoot, you do. Yeah. Wouldn't this be uh, amphibian. <laughs> you know what? It's so close. I'm gonna say ballybogs are reptilian. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're gonna rep- have the ballybog genealogists coming after you. you yeah. Know, <laughs> All one of them. That's a powerful, uh, a powerful racket. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. The ballybog lobby is uh-huh. is huge. Yeah, a ballybog gate. Is really a terrifying thing. A lot of people got threatened and driven out of their homes, but I am not afraid to speak out against them. Okay, it's really about Ballybog ethics and journalism. No, that's what they're trying to uh, say. I, I beg to differ. That's I not what it's differ. about. Right, oh, um, and I'm also, I'm my 
let me post this plan. Okay. To charm the Valley Bog and use them as a guide. Interesting. Okay, so here's here's the complication with that. Normally, charm person would work great in this situation. However, you didn't. You're doing it after combat has already started, Mm -hmm. so it will believe that you are its friend and everybody else is its enemy. Still, what you could do, like just in the next situation, if you use charm person right off the bat. Uh, it will believe that you are its friend, and then you can make a diplomacy check to convince it that everybody else is cool. I like that. Okay, cool. So I am instead just going to go with my angry hatred at it with my um, longbow. Cool. Roll that. Come on, girl. And three. Why are we rolling so terribly? It's really, really bad rolls, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Bad role playing. (laughs) But at least, at least you didn't (laughs) shut up. (laughs) You didn't roll a one. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't roll a one and hit an ally. So that's at least that's okay. Uh, Next up, Eddie. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. You've got a friend bleeding out over there, and it is 100% your (laughs) fault. I am so sorry! Um, can I get to him now? If you make a double move action. So, can you explain heal to me really fast? Because I also have um, a healer's kit that we took, and I have a high heal. So, heal can just stop the bleeding. If you roll a heal, you'll be able to bandage up his wounds and prevent him from losing hit points. And when he sleeps, it will help him regain hit points faster. Okay. Uh, however, at this point, like, it, like it's actually pretty good to do a heal check on him and stop him from bleeding out. But he could also uh, use a heal potion, and you took one of those two heal potions. I did. So what you could do is, after a move action, uh, you could get up to him and pour the motion, the potion into his mouth as a free action. Okay, I'm gonna do that because I feel really guilty. <laughs> <laughs> my my crossbow arrow is still in its chest, <laughs> so I pull out the crossbow arrow um, and I, I give him the heal potion. Alrighty, uh, you heal one d eight plus three. 1, nine. There you go. Back in the swing. Can we be you, friends again, Ogman? You wake up still grumbling uh, racial <laughs> epithets <laughs> against elves. <laughs> uh, skip out on dinner without paying. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! I feel like I'm three again. All right. Um, uh, Eddie's crying. And actually, Ogman, <laughs> you're back in the fight. Uh, Eddie is crying giant greasy tears right above you. Uh, okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I'm going to, actually, I'm, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like give him an angry shove to the side, <laughs> an angry but accepting shove to the side, mm-hmm. and then just like leap at this babble bog. Uh, <laughs> um, this- Brook. But I'm gonna like Beetleborg. I am <laughs> the Beetleborg. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm ass- I'm assuming I'm assuming my dude is very like. So in the, in that time I'm like I, I guess I got probably a little more angry than I normally am. Kind of tapping into that uh for former what's the race name again? Fomori. Fomori. That Fomori famous rage that I try to suppress. So like I'm just gonna like. Not even grab my sword. I'm going at the the Basil Bob, and I'm going after the <laughs> um, the cut that uh, uh, I believe it was Drakar's arrow made. 
and I'm just going to try and like rip open that cut more. Heck yeah, man. So I assume I'm going to have to roll for something. Yeah. Uh, I will give you the option to do a called shot minus three tier to hit, but it'll add a D4 of damage. Um, AC is pretty high on this. AC thing. is pretty high, so okay. you would need to roll well. So it's up to you. I have not been rolling well tonight. So good I'm, strategy, I'm friend. Just, instead of I get called shot, I'm just gonna lunge at it with my hands. Then all right, no. You Aww. have got to be kidding me. It's cocked. Me. It's cocked. It's it was on the same. <laughs> all right. If it's cocked, you got to re-roll it. Yay! Jesus Christ. And this oh, is the same, same roll. Fate. Fate. Yeah. So seven. So Jesus. at this point, we're gonna uh, get killed by a ballybog, guys. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> you miss the ballybog feels completely unthreatened by everybody around it. <laughs> it's going to continue to press after Drakar. Jesus, it rolls a three and ah. does not hit. Uh, so I laugh in its face, <laughs> stupid bally face. <laughs> I smirk under my tears. <laughs> you, are, you are no better than me. <laughs> you got a weird voice. Yeah. <laughs> you think you're on yet? <laughs> you're not. <laughs> All right, James can't keep that voice. I up. cannot keep that voice up. It's a sassy ass frog. <laughs> yeah. It's my turn. Yeah. What well, do you got? <laughs> I'll show you. I'd, um, uh, I'd like you to show me. Yeah. Uh, d- <laughs> open your mouth. Keep talking, because I'm going to put my longbow straight down your throat. Oh, I'm going to talk. Oh. I'm going to talk. Because you got nothing. That's not a called shot. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna shoot you because <laughs> I don't want the penalty. No. Nope. nope, that's a miss. Any- Either way, Uh-oh. too distracted. What is a prize? Shut up, frog man. <laughs> You're not. This frog is totally in all of our heads. You're a frog. Yeah, you got great game. <laughs> ah! Can I rage? <laughs> I'm gonna rage. Uh, Do it. Next up. Dahlgren, yeah, Dahlgren, you gotta, somebody's gotta hit it. Yeah, I'm at least. angry, man. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna take a swing at this thing, that battle bot. Cool, so you're uh, now down to eight rounds of rage. Uh, 11 plus 7, so 18. That hits. Yeah. Oh, God, God, man. Finally. Uh, um, remember, you're doing your rage damage. That's gonna be really important. 18 Get damage. Em. 18 damage. Get nice. Em. That was a huge, uh, like, you take one of its legs off. It, you bring it down. There's blood spurting out. The world is filling with that foul, musky odor of the ballybog venom. Yum! Or I should say the Brisby, <laughs> Brizzlebane venom. Anybody hungry? I like Beetleborg. I the Beetleborg. <laughs> Beetleborg is probably my favorite too. Um, I eat uh, Eddie Snowden's greasy tears. And it it's like it's b- not dead grease. though. It's not dead. Uh, I still want to eat his tears. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Wait! Stop! Stop! Uh, do you guys listen to its pleas? Or oh, it's, is it yielding? Stop. It's yielding. I yield. Give it a second. What is it saying? Please don't kill me. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to die. That's it. As he said. What's I've... our part of the bargain? Um, I'll, like, I'll let Ash, I'll let Ash go. You'll let, at, you'll let Ash go? Yeah. You Until have Ash? Can I keep your leg? You have sure, Ash? Sure, whatever. You have Ash? <laughs> 
Yeah. Can you tell us how to get into the? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, you just walk right in. So where? Whatever. Where do you have Ash? He's he's here. Uh, he like hops over to uh what is a pretty unassuming tree in the glade, but like as you get closer, what you thought was a simple tree knot turns out to be a very angular face of somebody uh, that looks very forlorn and sad. They turned him into a tree. Can I make a nature check to see if yeah. that's what they did? 21. So this is nature magic that's very similar to the magic that allows your people to hide in the trees or allowed you to hide in the trees for so many generations, except they've imprisoned him in this tree. Uh, it should be a fairly simple operation to get him out. Oh, okay. Can we do this without the belly bug? Yes, you probably could. What do you guys want to do this belly bug? Yeah, it's my turn. I'm Can I blow dart him? <laughs> um, I would like a second tongue for my collection. <laughs> and I want to shed blood. <laughs> I think it might be helpful. To just... I'm gonna leave this up to the party. <sighs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I go will about remind you, this is this technically now a defenseless creature, and those of you who are good are trifling in dangerous waters. Oh, I'm chaotic good. I'm neutral, so. Me too. <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm straight neutral, to that tree. But I kind of want to lick him. <laughs> you can lick this leg. Pick up the yeah, leg. he's got the leg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kill it. I really want to, <laughs> but I won't. All right. Uh, so. You guys, uh, he touches his slimy little hand to the tree and slowly uh, green flesh is restored to the wooden face that you saw imprisoned in the tree. A pale face with long brown hair and deep green multifaceted eyes peers around the trunk of the tree tentatively. Though the face is attractive, the solid green eyes which blink vertically are unsettling. In a voice that brings to mind the sound of a soft breeze blowing through the leafy limbs of a tree, the person speaks. Well met, heroes. I am Ash. Awesome! <laughs> and the bally bog, like, looks around with, like, a big bug-eyed stare super nervously and, like, limply sort of, like, hobble hops away. And Bye, friend! <laughs> you're waving its leg at it. <laughs> <laughs> He's I'm not gonna... your friend. Yeah, he yells back. Yeah. I think I'd I'm like not to your try friend. <laughs> Hello, oh. new friend. <laughs> I want to charm Ash. Okay, yeah, you want to make a diplomacy check? Mm. You probably don't need to charm person him because he's you just saved he's him. He's already so nice. Okay, but uh, you Is can definitely Ash an elf. Ash looks similar to elves. Ash is a fae. Um, so, what diplomacy check did you roll? Fifteen. Fifteen. Perfect. What 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 do you say to Ash as he gets out of the tree? Hero, me? Thank you. <laughs> Tis true, you are all so kind. You have risked yourselves to free me. I cannot repay this. Uh, w- what can I do? Please, name a task, any task, and I shall perform it for thee. Become my best friend. No, wait a minute. Done, wait sir. Done, sir. <laughs> I shall be your friend, and we shall be such good friends. I I will entertain you with the most delightful foods. I will sing for you the most delightful songs, and I will craft for you the greatest friendship bracelet this world or any has ever seen. Okay, funny you should mention that. Eddie's doing cartwheels and skipping around. We have a friend who can't wear bracelets anymore. 
Uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, so oh I, dear! No, no matter. I, I shall craft for him a friendship anklet, and all shall be well. All uh, shall be good. You're, you're Not the exactly point here. what we're asking for. Can you make them out of this tongue? Yeah, absolutely. So he he <laughs> begins to learn to work doing a lanyard pattern on the tongue. Uh, happily. Hey, hey, Eddie. Can I can I talk to you over here? For a little bit. Of course, Ogman. All right. I, I, Again, I, I'm really sorry for shooting you with my crossbow. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. And I, I just sort of lead him away from, <laughs> and then as he, as we're, as we leave, like, I, I lean over to, to, to Dolgren and I'm like, all right, just get him, make, get him the hands, get him the hands. I'll just, I'll do what I can with this guy. A <laughs> friend needs some bleeding hands. Did I hear a friend? No, no, no. <laughs> no, Philandrius <laughs> <laughs> holds up what is now his like crumpled masses of super damaged hand oh dear my my this is the worst uh, damage i've ever seen done to a limb my goodness i'm afraid i wouldn't be able to fix these but i could craft brand new hands out of branches and woods and i i could make him whole once more it'll do Oh, wonderful, wonderful! Ash claps his hands, and then suddenly the clapping slows, and he gets sad. But I am afraid, with my current abilities, I cannot do that. I absolutely am able to craft these, and I would do it gladly for the people who freed me from imprisonment. But unfortunately, I need access to my tool shop, and my tool shop resides within the hall, which is no longer my home. What did he say? Whose home is it? He said we gotta go in the hall. We is have he... to kill more things. Yeah. Is he done with the friendship bracelets? Yeah, man. I, <laughs> I sadly, sadly, uh, the, the dreaded Lord Amarillia took from me what is rightfully mine, what was once a spot where all could gather and make merry. We now have a militant court that seeks to spread war and hatred throughout this continent. Oh, would that I could return myself and my kingdom to what it once was. But I, on my own, am not able, for Amarillia has a most dangerous artifact in his possession, and I fear a solo assault against him would be foolhardy. I like this guy. <laughs> He's cute. Me too. That means much from such a fair damsel as you. He, <gasps> like, creates a flower in the air out of, like, I don't know, bee shimmer. Ooh. <laughs> shimmer on clitorium. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Latin name for the flower. Are the hands made yet? <laughs> Are they done with the friendship just, bracelets? Just... You know, keep keep looking for... We have no bleating time for this. There's boiled onion to be had in that <laughs> feast <laughs> hall. What, what is Lord L. Amarillia. Lord Amarillia have in his possession? Hmm. It is called the Season's Blade. The it season's is a special blade. weapon, uh... You know, uh, friends like your elf here are immortal. Uh, mm -hmm. Wounds can damage him, but his soul, much like your souls, is indestructible. And fey, such as myself, are made of similar soul stuff. Uh, you could strike me down, but I would reform eventually in due time. I 
ask that you not test this, fellows. I truly would not be able to craft hands if I were struck down, but if you were to strike me down, I would reform. However, if I were struck down by the season's blade, I would be no more. Nothing would be made of me. I, I would slowly be erased from history itself. I'd be completely and utterly destroyed. So we're thinking Amarillia plans to use this blade to wipe out Fae? N not all Fae, sir. Fae that he does not approve of. Fae that he sees as his enemies, and I am chief among those enemies. It made him happy to imprison me so I could watch the destruction of my kingdom, but I know he did plan to use this blade upon my flesh in the coming eons. Let me just say, you're right to assume that we might have tried to destroy you physically. <laughs> just, just based on see. that information? Yeah. So I thought so. Good on you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think we're going to need to get this blade. It resides inside there. I had kept it in my possessions many a year because I believe no one could be trusted with such power. I did not think that my entire kingdom and therefore the blade would be seized from me. Do you have allies? Unfortunately, the allies that I do have are driven away from this place. I... <coughs> I'm not a man who has many deep loyalties. People pass through my kingdom and they enjoy the feasts and revelry held within, but they're not the sort who would come running to my rescue and risk destruction for it. I could not ask such new friends to risk such destruction, but if you're willing, if you wish to get these hands reformed, perhaps we can help each other. Did I hear friends? Oh, for are Christ we? Sake. Are the bracelets done? <laughs> indeed, fellow. Indeed. <laughs> Yay! I, uh, I juke out Augman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my, my ankles are broken. He broke my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do my... that touchdown dance. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I put on the one bracelet on myself, and I go around the party handing them out to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they look sort of like slap bracelets. You put them on. But they're I made, of my... they're made of tongue. Made of tongue. Oh, <laughs> it's very sticky as it rolls down your throat. It's a really uh, interesting sensation. Gross. That's an interesting sensation. <laughs> um, where's so, where's the hall? Yeah, where, where uh, should we go? Ash, Can show us the way. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I can certainly open the hall for you, and if that is all that you wish to know before entering the hall... Oh, no, we... we, 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 we what kind of resistance can we expect to meet? <laughs> Lord Amarillia came to the hall with four of these of such beasts. He kicks the dead valley bog, and a handful of guards called peep fairies. However, many fae have, have entered and left the hall since he took over. I'm unaware of exactly who resides within now, and whether they would be friends to you, foes to you, or indifferent. Uh, tiny fae, uh, where does the season's blade reside uh, in relation to Amarillia? I, I do not know its specific location. Well, if you had to give indeed, like a guess. He may not, <laughs> indeed, he may not personally possess it. But I do know it is in there. Where did you keep it, like, before you lost the keep? I kept it in my feast hall. 
it was on display uh, to remind people of the power of my court to dissuade such violence. I am afraid we were not prepared for that violence to actually be visited upon us. I think that's called irony. Is that irony? Is that a, I think that's. Irony. I think that's called tragedy, good sir. Ah, uh, well, augments <laughs> uh, like starts to pace. And it's like, oh, irony, tragedy. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. That is my question. <laughs> Can you tell us the layout of the hall? Absolutely. I have this here for you. Uh, he conjures up out of twigs and leaves a map. Uh, the entrance would be, yeah, right, right, uh. Where are we? Right here. There's no you are here on, on this. Aye, sirs, some things are still left to the power of the imagination, I'm afraid. Twould I put a you are here, you may not be there some day, and therefore the map would become useless. Is that a tragedy or irony? Uh, That's a comedy. Oh, God. All right, hang on. Is there (laughs) any secret ways into your hall? Aye, unfortunately not. I built the hall to be something that would be difficult to incur upon from multiple directions it is indeed not exactly here this tree he gestures to the tree is merely the entrance to the hall and the hall lies elsewhere magic hall indeed the realm that you will enter will be far different from your home plane you may not be accustomed to some of the sensations you experience there most of them are safe most are safe. Some are dangerous and perilous, but I believe you have shown the strength that will carry you through unharmed, mostly. Uh, the only things that you should watch out for are the guards of Amarillia, because they will strike you down violently. Uh, what is the, what, uh, what is the worst case scenario of bad sensation that we could encounter? The entrance to my hall is guarded by mushrooms. They make those with weak flesh and weak fe- weak uh, spirits feel weak. Should you avoid the mushroom spores and pass through the hall, you will be unharmed. However, you might feel slightly drained of yourself should you fail to avoid their spores. Shrooms, what if we them? ate our way? I would not recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. What, what would you recommend? Sorry. What would you recommend? I would avoid the mushrooms. Just avoid them. Okay, great. Don't don't touch them. Just walk on by. Do not resist the urge to pet them. Do or not lick resist them. the urge or No, no. Okay. No, no, no. Oh dear. <laughs> if you cover your flesh, you should be unharmed by them, but thou would has to cover thine flesh with something. Hmm. What are you trying to say? That I should cover up this beautiful body that I've worked on for years? Indeed, sir, tis a fine craft. However, even the greatest artist statue must be hidden behind a sheet before it is to be revealed. I like this guy. <laughs> uh, Does I, make a wee bit of sense, then. I have, get a, naked I have, I have a two-part question. All right. Uh, actually, I just they're two different questions. <laughs> <laughs> Even easier. Okay, question one. As our new best friend, will you not fight beside us? Unfortunately, I cannot risk destruction. 
mortals such as yourselves uh, are accustomed to death. Uh, uh, beings like myself, I have no idea what my death could entail, what could be done to me. And I know for fact uh, whatever horrible thing could be visited upon you would be doubly so for me for escaping imprisonment and having the audacity to try and retake my home. I'm sure you understand. We are best friends, indeed. <laughs> Just not the sort of friend that I would foolishly plunge to my death for. You want something from me, and I am willing to give that to you. And that makes us business partners as well. So this is kind of like a back-scratching sort of thing. <laughs> Besides, if I were to go through the hall, and I should die, and you should live, you would have no one to build your hands for you. Oh, actually, uh, this is, uh, is there anything that you can uh, do for Philandrius? Uh, is there anything that you can do for Philandrius uh, to maybe give him a little bit of an edge? I assume he's going to be coming with us uh, into this hall. Anything to help him out that isn't necessarily hand-based? He looks at Philandrius's uh, ruined hands. I would not recommend <laughs> your companion accompany you. Strong as I am sure this fellow is in his normal state, uh, with those ruined vessels for magic sitting upon his wrist, I believe he would be more of a danger to himself and yourselves than he would be a boon. I, I pull out the fake, the bone hands I made earlier in the day. <laughs> Can you do anything with these? While I am impressed by your hideous craftsmanship, <laughs> it truly inspires a sickening sort of awe. I would not attach those to even the wrists of Lord Amarillia himself, for I fear it would be too cruel. Damn. <laughs> I, just, well, I, I start chewing on one of the pairs. <laughs> we'll leave the, the elf behind with you. And we will plunge ourselves forward. Aye, that is something that I could do. I could take charge of making sure that your elf companion is safe while you are inside the hall. Aye. Nice. Um, I have craft potions and craft clothing. Mm -hmm. You had mentioned before that the oh. uh, the frog had some magical qualities. Can I craft a potion from uh, the, the dead frog? Absolutely. And then craft us some... Some clothing to protect us from the mushrooms. Damn it. So the slime on because the, we're best friends. The slime on the belly bog loses its poisonous qualities and turns into a potion upon the belly bog's death. Uh, so you get two potions out of this. One is a potion of jump. Whoa! I want that. Cool. And the other is a potion of see invisible. Okay, helpful. Both um, potions taste and feel like honey. And in addition to their primary effects, uh, you will have minor hallucinatory effects <laughs> accompanying them as well, such as slightly echoing sounds or colors becoming brighter. So I'm going to keep seeing invisible, but Ogman, uh, since I killed you earlier, do you want this jump potion I made? Uh, I do. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. And I put it in my bag. <laughs> and then, um, can I craft any clothing to help protect us? Especially our vascular friend, Dahlgren. Uh, well, that depends on what items that you guys bought uh, during your equipment shopping phase. Um, you probably could carve up enough of ballybog flesh to protect yourself from spores. 
Uh, but that would only be one person. So I wrap myself in like the the belly mug and skin, but I don't like take any blood or anything off. So it's just like dripping down my eye. <laughs> I do have the furs wrapped around my waist. I, I could po- probably just put those to cover my sure, sure. Would you like any if help? I have to no. How tall are these mushrooms? They are a normal size for most stately fungi. Okay, so could I wrap perhaps my seaweed headband around my feet and <laughs> skate? Oh my, this! No, I wouldn't recommend disassembling this. This is an item of true power. My seaweed headband? <laughs> indeed, indeed. Place it upon thine crown. He puts it on your head and you feel a magical effect. Phoebe, the item that you have, your uh, seaweed headband, is what is known as an Aegis of Recovery. It will grant you a plus two resistance bonus on all of your saves. Uh, so Ooh, write that down. Yeah, that's huh? so good. Uh, and good, so, yeah. or Actually, just to will save and fortitude save. Okay. So both of those get plus two. And uh, should you drop below zero hit points... You will immediately get 2d8 plus 3 points of healing, and then the headband will disintegrate into ashes. Okay. That's pretty sick. It's really cool. It's a really, really cool and useful item. Um, Do these friendship bracelets help us out at all, or...? Uh, I will say... Slightly poisonous. (laughs) A friendship bracelet... A friendship bracelet... uh, Should one of you drop... Well, and I will say this is a magic item that I am making up in this moment. Oh, uh, snap. Although, anybody who's listening to this podcast who then goes out and buys this module, you can point out this podcast. This is an authority. This is a real item. If you ask Ash to make friendship bracelets for you, <laughs> this is what they do. If somebody drops below negative 10 hit points and dies, another party member can sacrifice however many hit points they are below 10 to bring them back up to one point away from death. At which point the item will disintegrate. So it's only useful, useful for one of you, but anyone wearing a corresponding friendship bracelet will be able to lend some of their life to keep their friend alive. And if you consume one? It will make you mildly gassy. <laughs> There, Just there mild. <laughs> that could be useful in the. In the... Here comes some fart jokes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Is that fart? <laughs> all farts. Yeah. Those, yeah. Were, all Those farts. were all farts. Awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, are you guys going to walk into the tree? I think so. Yeah. But we should try to be either stealthy or diplomatic about this um, real actually, stealthy at first I think we I, I think. can we say that we took a rest and recovered uh missing hit points that would be a day's rest that you would have to recover all right yeah no. but is there really a uh are we in any sort of hurry that that is true um you are not specifically in a hurry and i do still have a description so you guys are right now outside of. I can build. I have craft shelter. I can make us. I can dig us a grave. And we can all <laughs> sleep in there tonight. I'm huh? worried more about like what lives in this forest because like fey te- creatures can be super dangerous from my uh, dalliances with them. Oh, how about you hit me one. with? Are you is your uh, is your healing? Is that a level one spell? Yeah. I have some potions, man. I have a, a, a cure light wounds potion. 
Can I just uh, hang on to that, and yeah. then I'll I'll just have that. What's your HP right now? HP right now is, I believe it's nine. Hang on. It is nine. You want to just spend one before we go in? Yeah, yeah. Let's just do that. If we don't, want, if we don't want to wait around for a day, then just uh, I'll just uh, heal up. Uh, well, then I'm going to use that potion, and mm-hmm. that's a D8. Yeah, that's a D8 plus three. Uh, eight. Cool. Sweet. I'm back up to full. Yes. All right. So you're back up to full. You now have no potions left. No, we have one left, right? No, no. he used the first one oh. to bring him back up. Well, yeah, I'm a I'm a potions, but it's okay. All right, it's all right. He has, guys. The, uh, Eddie has a lot of spells, yeah. and he I've can all of them. He can do heal spells. Uh, okay. So, if you guys are you guys ready to enter the tree? Um, I'm going to real quick. I'm going to take my my blanket of winter and like <laughs> rip it up into like segments, and I'm going to pass it out to anyone. It's like if you feel like if you feel like you're going to touch one of the mushrooms, just wrap this around in your hand. It'll protect you. All right. That's the end I, of I am covered in frog skin. I've covered myself in my furs. Cool. I put a bucket on my head. Can I put a bucket on my head? You can definitely put a bucket on your head. Will uh, someone everybody... be able to help me put eye holes in it? <laughs> I got your back, friend. He, he's, he, uh, you, you don't see this because you've got the bucket on his head, uh, on your head, but he grabs a dagger and just drives them where your <laughs> eyes would be in the bucket. It creates perfect holes and he does not stab you in the eye. Oh, <laughs> to everybody else, it's one of the most terrifying things you've ever seen in your life. And impressive. Um, I have a craft of making essential oils. Can I cover myself in oil and protect myself Ooh. from the. Make a check. Okay. I love this. Eighteen. Cool. Plus you eight. You head over to uh, nice. the Bally Bog's eyes, uh, and you cut out the root of its tongue. Uh, you scrape some of the slime off of it. You mix it uh, with that with some water uh, from your water skin, and uh, squeeze out the juices of the eye. Um, and you start murmuring uh, some magic spells over it. You carve a sigil into it, and. Uh, you enchant it, it glows a light glow, and it creates enough of this oil across, that you can rub across your skin, and that will absorb any incoming spores. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have complete protection against these spores because of that role. Solid. Everybody else, uh, since if you've got clothes wrapped around you, you have plus two to a fort save okay. against whatever poison this is. And with a bucket on your head, Kevin... <laughs> you have plus one because your head is not exposed. However, you have minus one on any acrobatics checks oh. you'll have to make while you have a bucket on your head. I have cool. I have skin wrapped around me. Oh yeah, you Maybe have the skin. flesh of the frog. Yeah, I'm, I'll say that counts as the plus two because yeah. like that's pretty good. Um, and 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 Siri, I must say you look radiant. Oh. She does look radiant, yeah. covered in that oil, <laughs> quite literally harnessing the sun. <laughs> But you smell like a swamp. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Olgren always had a l- way with ladies. <laughs> and once again, I ask, are you ready to enter yeah, the feast yeah. hall? Um, I... With a wave of his long arms, the, a mass of roots at the foot of the ash tree swirls apart, revealing stone stairs leading down into a short earthen tunnel. From the top of the stairs, you can see the tunnel ends at a stout wooden door, 
five feet beyond the bottom of the stairs. A dozen small blue and black spiders scatter away from the opening. Ash looks at you and he says, Here is the doorway to my once great hall. I bid you enter in peace. And he then slips back behind his tree and out of view. That's it for our bonus series this week, heroes, but we'll be back next Thursday with part three. If you're on the market for new Pathfinder material, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to find the Feast Hall of Ash and all the Imperium's campaign setting products. Fans of One Shot get a 15% off discount on both print and digital editions if they enter the code We're Not Friends, with no spaces and no apostrophe. That sale is running through the end of May, and you don't want to miss it. If you have a role-playing game, fictional setting, or other product that you'd like to promote by commissioning an episode of One Shot, feel free to contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. One Shot is a joint production between Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes!